I would just like to make it known that we do not do, we at the University of Alabama, do not do cocaine off of chicken fingers. Heather McMahon. I have been mad since Saturday. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Name Image Likeness Podcast, the podcast dedicated to covering the NIL world. I'm Wheeler. And I'm Chrissy, and we serve on the NIL team at VictoryFi. VictoryFi offers software built by our team that monitors NIL compliance and education, and we have a platform for student-athletes to create merch. Our framework platform partners with athletic departments to teach student-athletes how to manage money earned through NIL and how to navigate the NIL world. Our Nilly.io platform is the easiest way to NIL. It allows student-athletes to build their own custom merchandise. We are selling t-shirts like crazy this football season. You can check that out at N-I-L-L-I-E.io. That's right, Nilly.io, N-I-L-L-I-E.io. And we have to shout out Javen Carter. Yes! 95, big man is just He's going through some teas right now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's popping. His, his teas are popping. I guess the family got on board. A lot of, uh, a lot of actually, hoodies were the number one seller right now, but they're doing the crew neck sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I guess it is time for the Grambling Classic Magic. What is it? The, um, the um, Bayou Classic. Bayou Gosh, Classic. yes, it's the thirtieth annual, I believe, this year. So it's gonna be a huge party down there in Louisiana. I think it's gonna be in New Orleans this year. I think it's where it always is. And they're going to be just ready to go, hyped up. His family's going to be decked out for what I presume to be going to the game. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I would like to start this episode out by just making a statement, an official statement. Oh, if you're going to talk about the um, game day that you've been holding up. Is this <laughs> yes. what, yeah, it actually does. It is. We, right. I would just like to make it known that we do not do, we at the University of Alabama, do not do cocaine off of chicken fingers. Heather McMahon. I have been mad since Saturday. It's just a, it was a, okay, you're going on game day, you're Heather. She's not McMahon. even playing Alabama. She's Ole Miss. She went to Ole Miss, they were playing Georgia, and yet she was still going after Alabama. I don't get um, the joke. I don't either. I don't know who would want to do cocaine off a chicken finger. I guess it says, she's trying to say a lot about the people that go to Alabama, which I, you know, Alabama is easy to get into. She also made that joke. Well, that's just truth. That's not even a joke. That's what I'm saying. She didn't come with any good jokes. Those are all just the truth, except for possibly an I, observational joke. I just recently watched her stand-up special with my friend, shout out Mary Catherine, and I was a fan. I was a fan, and I'm no longer a fan, and I will hold a grudge. I will never watch her stand-up special again. I feel personally attacked. Oh, you're so fragile. <laughs> What about the field goal competition? You like that. Okay, so I do love the field goal competition. I talk about it most weeks. Um, I just wanted to bring up, so I know it was Pat McAfee's. At some point, Kirk Herbstreet got involved, and they brought on a kid who actually this week looked like he could make it. Looked the part. And I I think it was $60,000 in the line now is what it's up to. And they let this kid line up the ball. He looked like he was going to do a good job. He did a pretty good job, but it went left. And Kirk just stood up and was like, left. (laughs) (laughs) It was so, that is my favorite part. I I could watch that. I feel like Kirk has a lot of bottled up energy. Yes. He's just, he's been waiting to let loose on this crowd for years. And this is finally the opportunity to get away with it. Yes. Because they're not going to make the field goal. No. And he's just talk smack every time. Yes. At least somebody didn't get kicked this time. They're put I didn't realize though that because until Desmond was talking about it, I didn't realize they were actually putting up real money. 
Like they're putting up their money. Yeah. I thought it was just like, you know, money, money that, yeah, fun, or like money that the that ESPN gave them. Well, if they keep this up and, uh, I mean, ESPN might as well just say, I'll match it because nobody's going to make it, especially if it's raining and they just pick someone out with tennis shoes on, on like slick turf. The kid did a pretty good job. He pulled it. Yeah. No, it's easy to pull he, it. It did a pretty good job. But, so, tell everyone what we're going to talk about today. Well, yeah. So, the, actually, what you just heard was probably the longest part of the episode. <laughs> so, um, we're going to be really short and sweet today because we've been finding that to be the best kind of episode. Um, we have some awesome upcoming interviews. You're going to want to tune in in the next few weeks. Some really good ones on the line. But today, we're just going to stick with the news and facts and give you what you're here to, to listen to and move along. Let's go. News and facts. Orange United, a collective supporting Syracuse Athletics, is launching a campaign to raise $500,000. This collective is run by SANIL, an organization that runs several NIL collectives. I'm sure a lot of y'all are aware of them. They do that across the country. They're raising funds through monthly subscriptions, and I was looking at them, and they can get pretty pricey. You know, like, normally we're seeing like $10, maybe $100. This is like $350. A lot. So they're they are aggressively trying to raise this money by December eleventh. That's an aggressive timeline. Yes. And they launched this fall. So it's like all of this is happening pretty quickly. So that that's awesome. I'm excited to see what they do. But yeah, they're like really going for it. That's super interesting, especially if it's monthly subscriptions and you're trying to raise it all. That seems like an awful lot to raise. I mean, unless they're trying to do five hundred K a month. Wow, that's that's an ambitious goal. But good for them. I mean, there's one I don't know who it was. There's some one of those sales books and they're like yeah, you know, what's the most expensive thing you can sell? And, and half the time people would be like, oh, uh, I don't know. What's the most you can spend? So at least they're going after some the high yeah. dollar people. They exist. Yeah. Good for them. Sandal. What's up? All right. President Biden recently met with former NCAA football players in the White House to discuss athlete rights. One of the players present was Keith Marshall, who appeared on our podcast right after the launch of his media platform supporting Georgia Athletics, The Players Lounge. He's an ex-UGA uh, running back. Also in attendance were commentators Rod Gilmore, Desmond Howard, Ryan Clark, and Kevin Nagandi. Also, former Stanford quarterback Andrew Luck was present. What was originally supposed to be a drop-in during the roundtable by president ended up being an hour spent with the players. And after engaging them in a roundtable, Biden took them on to a 20 to 30 minute tour of the White House, including the Oval Office. That's pretty cool. And also, Keith is awesome. I had so much fun on that episode with them. Um... So that was great. So I'm, I'm just, I like the story just because I like Keith, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he'd be a good representative of, mm-hmm. of athletes' rights, I guess. I mean, he's got a good voice and mm-hmm. he's doing cool things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very cool. I like that story. And who wouldn't want to tour the White House? I want to see the White House. Yeah. Let me in. I love it. Sports Illustrated recently did a story on the alcohol loophole available to collectives. The majority of states have implemented language within their respective NIL legislation that prevents student-athletes from engaging with companies that are morally scrupulous. Um, The articles, so basically like no vices is what, you know, gambling, alcohol, drugs, all that. The articles remind us that collectives are not subject to the same regulations as student-athletes when entering into partnership agreements. So – it really, the whole article, it just was a good discussion. Obviously, we're all aware that a lot of collectives are connecting with alcohol companies, and it's a really cool way to earn money for the collective. Uh, but it just kind of talked about like the asymmetry between athletes and collectives, how they're able to kind of open some doors that had been shut for athletes who are just operating on their own. It was a pretty cool article, so I'll definitely put a link to that in our show notes as well. Cool. I'm going to check that out. That's awesome. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting all the fun ones. 
You get drugs and alcohol, and I get Joe Biden and U.S. District Claudia Weiland. <laughs> All right. U.S. District Judge Claudia Weiland recently granted class action status for the damages component of the pending lawsuit brought by Grant House, Sedona Prince, and Tamir Oliver against the NCAA and major conferences. This lawsuit seeks to determine whether athletes have wrongfully been precluded from earning royalty based on NILs during telecast and in video games. The potential damages identified are significant. It potentially means that student-athletes will share in broadcast revenues, ticket sales, and endorsement deals. The Plaintiff's Council has indicated that the demand is over $1.4 billion, and if the plaintiffs prevail, they'll be in line for damages over $4.2 billion. That's a billion with a B. (laughs) A jury trial on the matter has been set for January 2025. Uh, It's not going to happen, but... That's still some good numbers to throw out there in case they're trying to get That's half. That's gigantic. Those are gigantic numbers. I mean, that just doesn't seem realistic. No. I, I mean, it just, uh, I mean, go for it. I'm sure you ran the numbers out and you multiplied it by the number of athletes over the years and divided some stuff. And they came up to a number, which is part of the argument. If they even could come up with that number, then, I mean, they're going to argue it. Now, will they get it? Probably not. But, wow. That's, I mean, that's big dollars. That's going to go to... That's going to move on or just get shut down. I don't know. Hmm. So how does that work on like which? Okay. So we want to keep it amateur, but on the pro level, players do get some portion of ticket sales, right? Based on what I just Googled. I'd imagine that's what they're, they do have a collective kind of bargaining group Mm -hmm. in the NFL level. Mm -hmm. So I imagine they have worked that in with their, uh, with the management of their teams. That's interesting. I mean- I don't know. That just seems like such a big swing. I feel like all we're wanting to do is give players going forward the ability to earn some money because they have a little bit of name recognition. And I feel like this is just over the top. Just a bit over the top. Just a bit over the top. Yeah. I mean, uh, so they're going to go in and they're going to start off making money. Mm -hmm. But what money is – okay, so I guess the argument is who made that money? Mm -hmm. You know, when they go playing the game, did they make the money? Did the, the program that put the team together provide the resources? Did they make the money? Did the fans bring the money? Is it theirs to, you know, bring it to the, the organization and not the players? I don't know. This is it, this is crazy, and I just feel like it's it is just over that's all I have to say is it's over the top. I don't I feel like they're just really getting too into it, but that's all I have to say. Yeah. That's it. That's I mean, it. <laughs> if you had a chance to earn that money. And you had time to do the lawsuit and backing of lawyers, you know what they're doing. I'd go after it. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't go after a couple billion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a class action lawsuit. So I also don't know how many athletes, who is included in that class. I know we talked about that a, a couple weeks ago about how they divided the classes. Um, so I don't even know what that would equate to per person. How far back do you go? I don't know, probably uh, to 2000 and I'd say probably 2000 when video games were cool and you actually could play college football. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when they, but yeah, I don't know. But hmm, we'll see. I don't know. Um, So do you want to tell, do you want to talk about Nillies? Let's, dig, let's get some Nillies. <laughs> to the Nillies. Okay. So we were actually, I picked mine because we were talking about Squishmallows in the office today. And there is a deal, a Squishmallow NIL deal. Cool. So- um, these little fluffy animals, which are so expensive. We were just at Target and they're so expensive. Um, but Colorado's Travis Hunter has signed a deal to promote the brand. 
He is already pretty popular on YouTube and he has a Twitch and he does his video game streaming on there and he actually is usually um, surrounded by some Squishmallows and he is wearing like a little onesie and I think it has a Squishmallow on it. So he's already been promoting them and now they're like collaborating. You know, actually, uh, I'm admitting it that I have seen some of the videos, like he did like a house tour or something. Okay. I, I am embarrassed to say like at 35, Going on, thir- no, I'm 35. 35. going on 35, watching a house tour of a, a college kid. I've never felt <laughs> like more just what am I doing with my life? And but Was it like Cribs? It's kind of like Cribs. Yeah, that's, that's what I was kind of going into. It It didn't end up being like, I didn't watch the whole thing, you know, disclaimer. But what I did see, he had Squishmallows everywhere. So you're spot on. Like he definitely like product placement. He's, he's doing his thing. Wow. Good for him. Way yeah. to promote. Yeah. Okay. NBA legend's son, Bronny James, now has an officially licensed USC Nike jersey that is in Dick Sporting Goods. James's officially licensed Trojan jer- basketball jersey was released by Nike just last week. Nike has named James's jersey in both home and away colorways, which retail at 90 bucks at Dick's Sporting Goods stores. The jersey features his name and number six on the back. The release comes after James's official Nike short sleeve t-shirt quickly sold out in September, and it helps to have your father... Be LeBron James. <laughs> yes. That is yes, awesome. Yeah, he's got a built-in NIL pathway ready to go. The family dynasties are going to be a huge thing. And let's see, maybe we should do an episode on that. Like who the, the biggest dynasties. NFL, or sorry, the biggest NIL family dynasties will be. Yes. We've seen it with That's Dion. Bronny's going to be massive. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't sleep on Arch Manning. Mm-hmm. Wow. Episode written, done. Riveting. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. We couldn't do it without you, our favorite listeners. Shout out again to uh, who, who's, who can, Mary Catherine. Mary Catherine. Shout out. All right. Except, if you, mm, except Heather. Now I, I don't know. She may hate us. Let's get, let's make it back to her. <laughs> thank you for listening, Mary Catherine. We default um, whenever anything else isn't playing. So thank you. <laughs> if you'd like to learn more about Fictify's platform, visit Nilly.io. And if you'd like to learn more about our framework compliance platform and financial literacy courses, visit VictoryFi.com. That's V-I-C-T-R-E-E-F-I.com. If you'd like to learn more about our favorite recent Nillies from across the country, Follow us on social media. Yes, we post new Nillies and behind the scenes from the office on our Instagram account at name image likeness podcast. I don't do X anymore. It is dumb. Um, You can please rate and review the podcast. You can also follow our drift and we can't wait to see y'all next time. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Good stuff. Name image likeness is part of the Palm Tree Podco network of podcasts. The show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to the team at Victory 5 for creating the content for this week's episode.